despite the evil ways, the things that people say, no matter, I'm still encouraged that this is the kindness, yeah, 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 this is the This is Pastor Richie, and I'm really excited about today. Today is May 30th. We're almost at the end of the month. Uh, today is Wednesday, and this is our Empowering the Blended Family uh, segment for today. Uh, today is day number 10, and we're still moving forward. Uh, again, a lot of you are asking about the book and how to get my new book, and I'm really excited. Uh, I want to do something different this year on my birthday, not just have fun, but I want it to be, uh, to have a productive uh, birthday, uh, and I'm just excited at just, just about everything God is doing um, in my life in this season. So on July 14th, that Saturday, from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Comfort uh, Inn Hotel in Southfield, uh, I'm going to be releasing my new book. It's going to be a book signing, so I'm excited about that. Uh, how do you stay connected with me? You can pre-order the book. You can do all of this right from the Richie Patterson uh, app, and you can text the word YES, standard text message and fees apply, text the word YES to 248-372-9500, and I will send you the link, and you will be all set at the top of this uh, podcast, I want you to listen to the song, the snippet, this is the kindness, it is not just a book, but it is a CD project, it's going to be available on all digital outlets. It's a book and it's a, a sermon. So much uh, more t-shirts. We got a lot of stuff coming for you in the upcoming days. Let's get into uh, today's topic. Uh, tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, it's still Women's Month and this is the last segment for Women's Month. Tonight's topic is what are the biggest misconceptions that men have of women. What are some of the biggest misconceptions that men have of women and that women have of men? The biggest misconceptions. The way that the blended family format works, uh, it's held at Better Covenant, 7714 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan, 48204. What we do is we open up, we have a time of ice breaking and fellowship, then we go right into statistics. Uh, we have a skit by actors, uh, and then we debrief about the skit and the statistics. We have dialogue. It is wonderful. It is, it is fun. It is insightful. And then after that, uh, we have a role play where you get to rehearse the drama with us, and that's our model with the blended family, so that you don't have to live the drama out in your personal life. And then we close out, amen, with prayer, and we give you an opportunity uh, to just share, share your thoughts. There's no other environment like my church that will allow your voice to be heard. Bring your uncle, your cousin. The family looks different. It's a blended family. It's an aunt that takes care of a, a nephew. It's a grandmother that takes care of a grandson. 
Uh, every family sounds different. There's a different sound coming from each family, but at the end of the day, that's your family. That's where you came from, and you wouldn't be who you are without that family. Let's get into it. Uh, today, I'm going to share one of my biggest uh, misconceptions uh, about women uh, and about relationships. I was working for a particular company, and while I was working at this company, there was a young guy. He was he was from the East Coast, and um, he drove a Camaro, and uh, he wore Pelly Pale jackets. He he was a uh, the type of guy that had provision, and he always wanted to take care of things, uh, and he had a girlfriend. And, you know, you work with people, and as time progresses, you know, the, the girlfriend might show up at work, so on and so forth. I knew his personality. I knew he had a very aggressive uh, personality. I knew uh, he had a perspective on life. Uh, he would say, you know, he would, I don't come to God's house, and I don't want God to come to my house. And, you know, he, he had been through some things, and he didn't see the church as a safe place. He had a lot of different perspectives, but he was really aggressive in his relationships. And I would always talk to him when we were riding in the truck. And I would say, hey, bro, you know, you, you ain't got to talk to her like that. You don't have to deal with her uh, like that. You don't have to handle her like that. And his perspective was, well, if I don't let her know, then she won't, you know, she's going to run over me. Different things of the sort. I had the relationship with him. I didn't have the relationship with her. I, he, he wasn't the kind of person that even allowed her to uh, engage with guys, and he would, you know, he was controlling and things, controlling the things of the sort. So I didn't have the relationship with her, but I had the relationship with him. But as time progressed, you know, he felt comfortable, and we could speak in different things uh, like that. I want to say this before we get started: uh, if you're in a relationship where you have to tiptoe and dance around just being you. You are not in a relationship. You are in a you are in a cell and you are trapped. I want to encourage you that God has better for you. God has much better for you. Your vantage point is what makes you who you are. If you can't talk, if you can't communicate in that relationship, you're not in a relationship. That's a monologue. That's not a dialogue. That's is not productive. Years go by. Watch this. And he's no longer with the company. He gets, you know, let go or whatever. And uh, there's another person. There's a young lady that I start working with. I start working with this young lady. And this young lady, uh, I didn't know it at the time, but she lives an alternative lifestyle. And you all know what that means. Uh, she lives an alternative lifestyle. And uh, and let me take a step back before I get to her. Even with this young man, um, we talked, we developed our relationship. Uh, we got to a place where he actually came by the church and he would stand at the door and just listen. And he would hear a few words and then he would walk away and he would do this. Like every Wednesday, he, he started to come to Bible study. And uh, we laughed and we joked and we developed a really good relationship, me and him, uh, but his temper, uh, because of his temper, he ended up getting let go, so I didn't want to overlook that. Now, there's another person 
uh, and she has uh, a wonderful personality. She is a sweet as pie, uh, sweet as pie, sweet as pie. Uh, and she drives a Camaro, just like the, the other guy, drives a Camaro, and she wears pelly pale jackets, but I didn't make the connection. So one day, I'm working, and we're on the truck, and she says to me, I know somebody that that you know. And I'm like, who? She like, well, my girlfriend. I said, my girlfriend knows you. I said, well, how does your girlfriend know me? She says, you go to church. She says, you you know, you real, you're a God-fearing man, and you know, you, you, you're a good guy. And uh, she said her ex-boyfriend always talked about uh, that if he was going to go to church, he was going to go with you because you, you, were, you were a good guy. You, you were a solid guy. And he believed that you walked, you walked in what you believed. You walked it out. And uh, he, he always said that he had respect for you and your faith. Uh, and although he didn't sub- subscribe to that, he, you know, he had respect for you. So... My new coworker is dating the young lady who used to date the young man that I was connected to. And I have a conversation with the new girl that's dating this girl that I didn't necessarily have a relationship, but I knew her through the young man she was, she was dating. And she tells me that this young man would abuse her, that he would put his hands on her, that he would uh, handle her uh, aggressively, so on and so forth. Uh, and it just wasn't a good relationship. Uh, as time progressed, as time progressed, um, this young lady that I was working with, they began to have challenges in their relationship because all relationships, all relationships, I don't care if you agree with it or not, I don't care if that's you don't subscribe to that if it's not uh, what you deal with. The Bible says it like this, and I want to help help us today. The Bible says in Jude chapter 1, verse number 20, But ye, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says keeping yourself uh, in the love of God. Then it says, On some have compassions. On some have compassions. On others you save them with fear, pulling them out of the fire, behaving the garment that is spotted by sin. And if you do this, he says, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless. What that means is I don't have to agree with how people live their life because people, they probably don't agree with some of the things I do. But the Bible says I should have compassion and and I don't have to have a appreciation for the garment, but I should. If if I have the opportunity to make impact, I should make an attempt to pull them out of the fire. That's what your love does. Your love touches people, and it impacts them, and the things that are consuming them. Whether it's anger, disappointment. This young lady, who had dated a man, and now a woman. One of the misconceptions I had was that. Well, maybe because she's with this woman now, that it's 
she doesn't need certain levels of acceptance or that was a misconception. Your, your acceptance and your love for people is always necessary. Whether it's male or female, watch this. Because I began to minister to the young lady I was working with, they were not resistant. She was not resistant. Uh, watch this. Because she had an alternative lifestyle, didn't mean she wasn't a woman. Misconceptions. Uh, there were times that she was such a woman that it was that time in the month she she had cramps so bad that she would be hurled and curled up uh, in the truck and she couldn't deliver things. She couldn't do her job. But I would cover for her and say, I'm going to put the load on my back. I'm going to put the load on, on my back. And I'm not going to require you to do that. Uh, and then she would get better the next day, so on and so forth. But that expressed my love for her. And she began to call me. And when they would have arguments, because she had issues with anger. I was working with her, but she had a bad temper. And they would fight and different things like that. Uh, and she would want to, you know, can I come by the house and just, I need somewhere to crash and all this kind of stuff. And what I would do is... I started having Bible study with her, a person with an alternative lifestyle. We have Bible study outside of my complex, outside of my house, and we talking for hours and over this. What does the Bible say about this lifestyle? What does the Bible say about that lifestyle? Watch this. Because her girlfriend was upset with her. She she followed her one night and came, and, and we just... With the, we're just sitting and we're talking about uh, God's love. We're talking about uh, salvation. We're talking about deliverance. We're talking about all these things. And my mother is my witness. We, could, we will have dialogues. We will have dialogues every night. The crowd started. We were having Bible study in the parking lot. Not only was her friend coming, they were bringing other people who had alternative lifestyles and different things like that. Uh, never think that your love see the biggest misconception is that your love won't make impact my God the biggest misconception is that people don't want God the biggest misconception wants this people ain't judging you for being who you are they didn't judge me because I wasn't living the life that they was living they 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 didn't assume that I didn't have anything to give them. Sometimes we are, we make assumptions that people are just against us because they live a certain lifestyle. Your love makes the difference. Your, your love, the Bible says above all things, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse number 8, having fervent charity because charity will cover the multitude of sins. Do you not know this young lady and her girlfriend? They came to my church. Watch this. She didn't just come. She came. Her mother came. Her sister came. Her girlfriend came. They became members of my church. They, they have even been to the church I am in right now. Uh, they received salvation. They got saved. They, her mother started serving in the church. I had one thread. The love that you show to somebody. See, the misconception is, is that because we don't 
walk the same path, whether it's male or female, that your love won't make an impact. Always believe, always understand that your love makes the difference. Love is the determining factor in every relationship. I want to pray with you. And I sense the presence of God this morning. I want to pray with you that if you got a young person, if you got a daughter, if you have a person in your life that you don't agree with their path, you don't agree with their choices, don't you stop making investments because they belong to you. They may not be your son. They may not even be your daughter. They may be someone that's connected to you. But don't you give up on nobody. Because God never, see, God never gave up on me. God, God never gave up on me. He, he never gives up on us. So when you interact with people, be kind. Be ki- I don't care where they are. I don't care what they're struggling with. Because your kindness is a witness. Your, your kindness will cause lives to be changed. When people accept Jesus into their lives, that's an eternal, that's an eternal impact. So we're not just engaging with people. It is a, it is a matter of life and death where they're going to spend eternity. And we don't put people in places. But our love secures a place. The love of God is what secures a place for people. The love of God. So today, I want to encourage you to love somebody. I want to encourage you to, to get over your misconceptions. Don't feel like people won't receive your love. Don't that they won't receive your... Don't try to give people an instruction first. Give them kindness first. What love and kindness, the Bible says in Jeremiah 31, I've loved on thee with an everlasting love. (laughs) And with love and kindness, I've drawn you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. We're going to pray it every day. Lord, I don't know which way to go. I don't know which direction to take. I don't know how to feel. I don't know which way to go. But help me in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Pastor Richie. I want you to stay connected with me. Meet us out tonight. What are some of your misconceptions in relationships Some things that you thought couldn't happen but do happen? If, if God can show his love in a love triangle, I didn't know that. See, his love can be expressed. What are your misconceptions? Do you just feel like people are just like this or like that? What are some of the misconceptions you've had about men, you've had about women? Meet us tonight, 7-7. Seven, seven. 14 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan, 48204. Stay connected with me. Get my app. I want you to download it so you can uh, stay abreast of all the things we're talking about in this season. Text the word yes to 248-372-9500. And as always, my perspective on life. And say this with me today. Life, you are not my enemy. But life, you are my friend. Keep it kind today. The evil ways, the things that people say No matter, I'm still encouraged that This is the kindness Yeah, 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 yeah This is the Shares of ups and downs, my friend. 
I disagree, don't determine.